Mason. Manford. Absolute Radio. Where real music matters. Good morning, Jason Manford and Steve Edge here on Absolute Radio. Uh, I'm up in sunny Stockport. It's beautiful today. What's it like down in Twickenham? Love, it's lovely. It, I'd, I'd almost say too hot. Oof. I know. Careful, I know but careful. That's what we would Normally, that's what we'd say. But now yeah. we're not moaning about anything. Like no, that, not allowed. Not we allowed. We would have done. In the old days, we'd have gone, oh, it's too hot, in it? But now we're like, nah, at least it's Don't hot. complain. Don't complain. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Exactly. I know. It's, I said to my wife before, I was like, it's actually a perfect half-term weather. Yeah. Think yeah. of the things we could have done. Do you know what? It didn't even rain on Bank Holiday Monday either. I know. It's like... It always <laughs> rains on Bank Holiday Monday. <laughs> it's like rubbing it in. Look what you could have had. Yeah. I did that oh. thing the other day. You know when they said... Like, there was a thing on the news about bikers going to, like, hot spots, like, you know, um, little rallies to Hastings. Oh, yeah. Like Matlock yeah, Bath yeah, yeah. and stuff. I was walking through a Twickenham the other day and I saw about 40 of them. <gasps> I was like, I didn't realise this was a... Yeah. A place that bikers came, and then it turns out Nando's were out and they were delivery drivers just queuing oh. up. <laughs> Wasn't a rally at all. I know I did notice Nando's had opened. My brother mentioned it, and uh, but I've only there wasn't one here in Stockport. The, the three that are open up here are all in Manchester. Yeah, oh. pretty gutted about that. I was Too looking far. forward to it. Yeah, yeah. I mean, but now I've sort of come off my um, the habit. <laughs> Weed you yourself know. off Nando's. <laughs> yeah. Real, like, like literally cold turkey with cold chicken. Yeah, exactly. I'm sort of all right now. Same with McDonald's, actually. I'm sort of, I'm, I don't think I'll, I don't think I'll go back to a lot of, no. a lot of them. You know, one place I have missed, and we were talking about, I was talking about it with my neighbour Carl the other day, um, is Greg's. Yeah, yeah. We've been talking about Greg's. He's a, he's a money man. He knows all about stocks and shares and stuff. And he said, uh, he said, Greg's have gone up 10%, you know. In preparation for the oh, reopening, oh, just like the, yeah, it's the stocks and shares, ten percent. Greg's. I mean, can you imagine in the city somebody's answering a phone call and someone put it all on Greg's, put yeah. it all on Greg's, <laughs> the full ISA. I've heard they're going to. Re- <laughs> <laughs> Are you sure, John? This is this is the, the more full ISA, and this is just put everything, everything, every penny Greg's. I've got on Greg's. <laughs> right, what have I got in my pocket? I've got another twenty six p in here. Put that the on lot. I want the lot. On the Greg's. Tr- the Greg's near in Twickenham. You, the two girls who work there are from Wakefield and Guiseley, which is amazing, oh, isn't it? That's like they've got. <laughs> they've the just gone. We need a expert. In. We need some sort of expert <laughs> on pastries. There's no one in the sort of in the West London, Southwest London area. Let's let's draft some people in from the north. <laughs> well, interestingly, um, I mean, Carl, Carl, my neighbour, is like a Greg's expert. He's actually got a, a Greg's shelf in his freezer. For the, oh, the frozen Greg stuff, stuff yeah. from uh, yeah. Iceland, yeah, he's well, he's well onto, onto it. But um, yeah, he, he was sort of saying, you know, as a as a money man, he was saying, as soon as the South get on board, Greg's stock is going to go through the roof. <laughs> like oh, that's really? where you, that's where your money needs to go. Yeah. So not that we do stocks and shares on this show, but uh, no. I'm just uh, you know, and it can go up as well as down. <laughs> Yeah, exactly. uh, that's where my big money tip is. Greg's the baker. They've not even released what uh, which of their shops are opening. No, no, they've have just they, got eight hundred. The Newcastle one. They've opened the Newcastle one already. Have they? have they? I don't know because the thing is with McDonald's. There's like a there's a an American sort of uh, industrial. You know, he's got these like twenty five young people all just like it's like a machine, isn't it? Well old yeah. machine. You do the cheese. You do the pickle. I'll do the chips. Like it's just like a machine, isn't it? Whereas yeah. 
And so you can imagine, even when they open with the drive-through element to it, it's just, just a well-oiled machine. Uh, can I take your order, please? Go to the next window. Can I take the money, please? It works, you know. Whereas yeah. Greg's is just two women, you know what I mean, yeah. called Fiona and Barbara. Yeah. Uh, you know, sat behind the counter. Putting too much sauce on your bacon sandwich. <laughs> yeah. And now there's a queue of 2,000 people around Newcastle t- t- City Centre all yeah. trying to get a steak bake. Y- you can't handle that. I mean, you know in, I mean, in all the sort of Black Mirrors and sort of post-apocalyptic, you know, dystopian mm. futures, we never foresee this, did we? We never saw it coming. The 200 people waiting for Greg's. The struggle is real. <laughs> this will be the sign of end of days. Get your I just want to stick big. <laughs> <laughs> this is Jason Manford. This is Absolute Radio. Where real music matters. I was reading the paper yesterday, and uh, there's a story, Steve, about three lads uh, in uh, Bolivia who uh, have been hospitalised after letting a black widow spider bite them so they could become Spider-Man. Oh, dear. I know. I know, it's a tough one, isn't it? They're all fine, by the way, so we're allowed to do jokes about them. They're alive. Uh, Three kids were rushed to hospital after letting a black widow spider bite them in hopes it would turn them into Spider-Man. Uh, wow. The three young brothers, aged 8, 10 and 12, live in Bolivia. Uh, Can't let them off, they're a bit younger. I thought they are a bit like young, although the 12... No, but the 12-year-old. I mean, Each by that point... Better, also, it's a radioactive spider, isn't it? You put it, you put it in the microwave first and then let God, it bite. Obviously, you. everyone knows this. Come on, guys. Um, don't do that, by the way, if you're a kid listening. That was just a comedian doing a silly joke. Um, while on their family farm, the boys found the Black Widow spider, believed it would give them same spider-like powers that Peter Parker developed in Spider-Man. While the boys' mum wasn't around, they provoked the spider with a stick until it bit provoked the three it. of them. Yeah, boys like with a, a spider. stick. Nothing. Where's your husband, <laughs> Black Widow? <laughs> too soon. Too soon. <laughs> too soon is it. <laughs> Bearing in mind, Black Widow spiders are extremely venomous, with the venom 15 times stronger than a rattlesnake. But I don't know how strong a rattlesnake is, so I don't know how to measure that. You can say anything, That is a pointless measurement. 140 times stronger than a ladybird. Yeah, good. Uh, While most people could be bitten by a Black Widow without suffering any serious damage, the spider's venom can be fatal to children. Much to the kids' surprise, they didn't become Spider-Man, but instead started to develop symptoms from the bite. Uh, Increased heart rate, abdominal cramps and muscle pain. That would not have made a good film. Oh, that'd be a rubbish that's what would have happened. as well, wouldn't it? Help, (laughs) Spider-Man, help! Hang on, my legs are killing me. Just wait a minute, will you? (laughs) Ugh! Ow! Ow, wow, wow. Ow, wow, wow, wow. It'll go in a minute, it'll go in a minute, it'll go in a minute. When their mum f- uh, found them in tears and in pain, she rushed them to ho- the doctor, later to the hospital, after five days of sweating, muscle pain and fever and generalised trembling. I don't know what generalised trembling. trembling is. Is that when you sort of, do you sat on a chair and you just see your knee? Yeah. Just, a bit and you go, what is that? It's just like a little bit in your arm goes, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. Uh, but they made a full recovery and headed back home. Um, uh, I, mean, I guess the ironic thing is the mum was climbing the walls. Hey, can have that. Hey. You can have that. <laughs> um, we are glad the kids are okay and uh, hopefully a lesson learnt for uh, other people. But, I mean... Was it a lesson we needed to learn? Well, it wasn't a lesson I needed to learn. I knew it. I tell you, you do see the sign quite a lot, you know, at the moment, saying mm. not all uh, heroes wear capes. Yeah. Most of them don't. Spider-Man, the, yeah, it's only the thing. It's Batman only Superman. Superman, Batman, they really wear 
Yeah. Most super the sign should say most superheroes don't wear capes. <laughs> yeah. Not so, yeah, none of the X Men. I can't. No, think I mean of who wears a cape? It's just Superman and Batman like you said. Batman, isn't isn't it? It? Yeah. Batfink. Yeah. Is he a superhero? <laughs> I don't know. I can't remember what he looks like. It just came back to me just then. I just know he had like Gosh. a he had like a protective yeah, for uh, bullets. For bullets, wants it? Yeah, um, I would say if you want to test whether you can become uh, a superhero, um, I would say don't go with the big ones. Like, So don't go Spider-Man. So don't yeah. let a spider bite you. Uh, Superman, don't jump off a building to see no. if you can fly. I'd start with Banana Man. Banana Man's a good choice to start off with. Because, you know, whenever he What did he banana, do? Just eat some bananas? He just ate a banana. Some... Okay, and then see what happens. And then see, see what banana. happens. banana. Sit on a settee for an hour, see what happens. Nothing happens, you're not super. It's fine, you're all right, though. Jason. Manford. Absolute Radio. Where real music matters. So I did, uh, talking of music from the past, I did Popmaster this week with Ken Bruce. Oh, yes, you did, didn't you? Our, uh, our, our little session last week went a bit viral, actually. Did it? Yeah, you're, you're, he actually said to me when I went on, you didn't listen to it, did you? No, no. no. It was all so, day, wasn't it? So I didn't yeah, know when yeah. it was on. I did it in the afternoon at some point. Um, he actually said to me, uh, I'm, I can't do the voice, of course, like you, but he said, Jason, uh, here on your show, uh, you have somebody who does a Ken Bruce impression. I said, yeah, 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 he does, yes, Steve Edge. He says, well, I'm a big fan of Steve Edge. I've, uh, mine's gone a bit like Sean Connery. Sean uh, Connery. But uh, <laughs> he, uh, he, said, um, he said, well, I had a listen. I'm a big fan of Steve. I love him in Benidorm and Phoenix Nights. And uh, can I just say, stick to your day job, Steve. That's oh, what he sure said. Wasn't that. Well, that's like harsh. a double insult, isn't it? Because it means he yeah. didn't like it. But also, <laughs> I can't stick to my day job at the minute, Ken. Yeah. Because my like entire Ken. TV and film industry's collapsed. <laughs> Really didn't like that impression. Wow, Not amused, we... Ken Bruce. <laughs> <laughs> um, I, I'm, I'm going to tell you now, I didn't do very well, even oh, though we practised well? it. Well, oh, that's a shame. I sort of didn't do well, but then at the same time, I've gone back through the questions, and other than mm. one of them, yeah. um, I, I, I still don't know what the answers are. So, <laughs> so well, yeah. So you, you know I mean? like, you'd have never got it. So I'd have never fine. got it. It wasn't like I ran out of time. I just, I just ran out of knowledge. Yeah, that's you know fine. what I mean. Well, you um, just, sometimes you just gotta go. Do you know what? I admit my limitations. This isn't for yeah, me. Yeah, I just don't know. But I gotta say, in, what happened was it was um, radio hosts from around the country yeah. uh, versus uh, the popmaster. Listeners, oh, the Cambridge oh, so listeners. They're, they're good, though, aren't they? Because you, you don't apply to a competition if you think you, you'd be all right. Nah, nah. You obviously get confident enough to know that you think, I, I exactly. this. Exactly. So, uh, and every, I was the last radio host to come on uh, the show, and every single radio host had got beaten by a listener. Oh, okay. So it was, yeah. Well, you know. Is, yeah. So it was essentially what I reckon was Ken Bruce trying to embarrass the country's radio stations mm-hmm. by proving he's the king yeah. of music Let's knowledge. Them. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I think he got on the phone to his top ten. Can you round up some idiots for me? <laughs> I want to embarrass them. <laughs> That's exactly What's what the happened? guy with the, the Manford guy? Get him on last. Really <laughs> want to take him down. Little peg or two. <laughs> That's exactly what happened. Yeah. And he did, he did. Who's so, the guy who got the top score on Popmaster of all time? Get him on against Manford. 
Sure that. Sure that little d- <laughs> Ken Bruce wouldn't swear. Ken Bruce is more professional no, than that. No, he wouldn't. So he we're going to play a song, and after that, I'm going to read you uh, some of the questions that I got from Popmaster. I'm going to see how well okay, you do okay, okay. with the same questions, okay? okay. Um, but, they, I mean, you can't lose, because they rock hard. So, okay, okay. Um, so we'll do that after this. Jason Manford on Absolute Radio. All right, Steve. So I've got my the Popmaster questions that Ken Bruce asked me okay. on Monday and his all day Popmaster on Radio Two. Right. Let's see how well you do. Okay. 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 So first one, <clears throat> the song Sledgehammer and Steam were top ten hits for which singer? P- Peter Gabriel. It's Sledgehammer. Yeah. Don't yeah. know the other one. I know Steam. That's what threw me. Steam. Yeah, I, Steve, that's that's the one question that I afterwards went. Oh, I did know that. Uh, what is the title of Donna Summer's only UK number one? That is, um, it's the George Emma Road one. It's I Feel Love, isn't it? It's the, I it, feel it's love. the first number one without any instruments on. It's all computerised. Nice. Yeah, a little, oh, little fact. Like trivia that. with it as well. He'll like that. Trivia, I like it. <laughs> and then my um, my like bonus points were yeah. for things to do with B. B's or the B sides, uh, so three like points. Yeah, yeah. Oh, okay. well, not really. Oh, okay. um, from 1988. Yeah. Uh, so this is a, a music clip from 1988. This is the first top 20 hit achieved by this group. Can you identify them? All right, stop it now. <laughs> Christ, it's gone on it's, all day. Uh, Voice of the Beehive. Voice of the Beehive? How do you know that? Well, I just remember, that's the only song they had, I think. I don't remember oh, another one by Voice of the Beehive. I did not know that one at all. I sort of got, I did get it, because I sort of, it sort of popped into my head. I thought, oh, genius, I got that one. It's B as but well, isn't it? That's the B of Beehive. Yeah, 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 very yeah, good, very good. Clever, all right, uh, well, you're doing very well so far. Uh, Living in a Ghost Town is a recent release by legendary rock band, making it their first new single in some years. I heard it on the radio the other day. It's the Stones, isn't it? The Rolling Stones, yeah. Lockdown. That's the one. Uh, Which one-time member of the Spice Girls made the top ten in 2002 with a mind of its own? No idea. I'm going to guess on Mel C. No, it was Victoria Beckham. I got that wrong as well. Was it? Uh, yeah. I thought she only had, you're out of your mind with Dane Bowers. Did she have another one? <laughs> Apparently so. <laughs> that one. That's the one. <laughs> Pretty yeah. bang on that, yeah. Um, okay, you're about to hear uh, a top ten hit from 1999 that was also the title of this performer's first album. Can you name her? Okay. Baby, don't stay away from a Enough of that. As as a man who was in Secret Diary of a Call Girl, I would <laughs> of have course. to. Yes, I've. Um, of course, you were. I've, uh, I've done a, a little thing with the old, with the old Billy Piper. Billy Piper, yeah, I can never get that image out of my mind now. All right, you, well, you're nailing this. I feel uh, like. A, <laughs> what was that? It was a strange day. <laughs> I bet it was. Was you one of a like John's? I was one of her clients. I was uh, like a tailor. Who liked expensive clothes and stuff. So I didn't have to take any clothes off or anything. So oh, nice. It's a day of sort of snogging Billy Piper, really. I mean, 
Well, we were acting, but I mean, yeah, no, and they still it wasn't. It, 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 wasn't it wasn't the most taxing day I've ever had on a film. Set. No, exactly. Yeah, and then you got paid. Yeah, <laughs> if anything, you were a call girl. No. <laughs> okay, in which year were these songs in the top ten? Meet me on okay. the corner, Lindisfarne, uh, American Pie, Don McLean, Silver Machine, Hawkwind. Um, I think Lindisfarne. That song, uh, Meet Me on the Corner's first album. It's on Fog on the Tyne. Mm-hmm. It's um. Interesting trivia again. It's the first song Tim Ealy taught his son Matt to play on the guitar, and obviously nice. it's in 1975. Mm-hmm. It's um, it, it isn't 1975. It's the year I was born. It's 1972, I think. Oh, you're nailing this. Oh yes. Well, now I feel properly thick. I went 1971, so I feel. Like oh, I that's the only year, out. Yeah, I only know because it's the year I was born, or else I would have gone out oh, 71 or 73. Oh, but good. it's just I remember Fog on the Tide is that year. Which group made its chart debut in 1968 with the song Black Magic Woman? Oh, I can hear it, but I don't know who sang it. Eh, no, I don't know. Fleetwood don't know. Mac. Oh, Fleetwood Mac. I'm going to play you part of a top 40 hit by a band called The Bees in 2005. Can you give me the title of the song? <laughs> Absolutely no idea. I know no. a bit of music. It's like I know, used same. As a, as a jingle on somebody's radio station, isn't it? Maybe not this one. Well, maybe, yeah. Chicken Payback, it's called. Nah, never going to get that. Chicken never going to get it. You either know that one or you don't know it. That's no, what I, I mean. don't know it. Yeah, no. Uh, and the last one was, uh, which number one hit by Take That begins with these lines? When the time grew near for me to show my love, the longer I stayed away for hiding from a word I need to hear now, don't think I'll hear it again. Don't think I'll hear it again. Mm, well, I don't I don't know, but I'm going to have a guess. Go on. It's not one of the ones like rule... Is it Prey or something like that? It is Prey. Pulled that yes! out of nowhere, did you? Fair play to you. Well, my wife... Again, my wife and my mother Big Ted massive, of course. Massive so what did you get? Fans. You got two, four, uh, six, nine... Uh, what else did you get? Nine, 13... Oh, then you got the 1972 until 15 points. What did the guy uh, against you get? So you, got, you got 17 points. I got 12 points. So, yeah. What did the guy, what did you go you're playing against get? 36. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Nowhere near. Nowhere near. Yeah, what we doing that again? Like a me con with a massive brain. <laughs> Where real music matters. Good morning, Jason Manford and Steve Edge here on Absolute Radio. Hope you're very well. Uh, it was my birthday this week, Steve. I know it was. Did you have a good lockdown birthday? Uh, yeah, you know, it was kind of fine. We had. Well, um, it doesn't count, does it, as a real birthday? Yeah, so technically I'm not. I'm still 38. 38. Uh, Happy birthday, like 38, man. Um, I do get a lot of. Uh, people on social media, whenever I mention my age or wherever mm. my age is mentioned. Yeah. People saying, there's no way you're that age. Yeah, like, no, I think the same. What, you think I look older than... I thought you were older than me. <laughs> Unbelievable that you would say that. I well, obviously, I, I know how old you are, don't yeah. I? So it's not a surprise. I think I look my, I think I look my age. Yeah, you do. You do 39. look 39. I think I look... Th- I don't look 39? <laughs> Shut up! <laughs> 39. That's why I am. I was 39 the other day. Um... 
I uh, yeah, I do get. It's like any time I ever put anything up there. Like I took a picture. How old wife, do people think you are? Like forty three or something. Forty four. I don't know. I definitely don't look that old. I'm not having it. I I put it down to uh, that I've just been around for a very long time. Yeah. You know, I started stand up when I was 16, so I just think, oh, I'm just I'm in people's minds, so they just don't. It's the two things jar. That's what I don't think it's a visual thing. That's my. That's the way I talk to myself. So that's I the best to way to yeah, rationalize it in your own mind. Yeah. That's great. Yeah. But my um my wife made me well my wife and children made me an unbelievable cake. I saw it. It was great. You saw it, didn't you? It yeah. was like a massive cheeseburger. It was like some off Bake Off. It was. It was a showstopper. It was an absolute showstopper. Um, I did post it online the other day, but I will post it again on the off the Absolute Radio uh, Twitter page. It was unbelievable. It was sort of inedible. <laughs> in a way. What was the, what were the fries made out of? Were they made out? They were shortbread. Oh, okay. They would look good. Yeah, and they, yeah, were, they, they were lovely. Little, were they in a little bag, or was the bag made out of? No, the uh, the bag was a a bag, a, a real bag. Yeah, like a. It was a real bag. I was going to say that paper bag. I thought it was like rice paper, wasn't it? You could just eat the entire thing. Oh no, don't eat that. <laughs> yeah, no, 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 no. That's just a, that's a visual thing. <laughs> no, it was like it was like uh, two sponge cakes. Hmm. Um, obviously, loads of icing. That's how they all the make it all that color. Um, like and a then brioche the burger bun, didn't it? Yeah. Yeah, then the burger bit uh, was like cocoa pops, marshmallow, uh, chocolate, um, oh, okay. and yeah. So that was sort of to make it look a bit. But my god, it was sweet. I felt I could, my teeth were crying. After, after no, just on. stop now. <laughs> we can't see a dentist at the moment. Uh, so you yeah, feel it was as nice old as you look. <laughs> <laughs> So it was a nice day, and a couple of the neighbours had birthdays as well. Uh, Greg's uh, Carl uh, turned forty-six, I think, at some point. So that's uh, name, Greg's Carl. Well, yeah, the stock, stocks and shares, Greg's. Oh yeah, yeah, Greg's Greg. Carl. That's what I like to call him. That's good. Uh, just call him Greg. <laughs> that's my Carl. problem, though. Yeah, yeah. No, no, mate. But I'm just going to call you Greg. <laughs> His was the house that I realised I needed um, glasses. Hmm. Uh, I started wearing glasses recently, as you, as you know. You got a bit of a shock, didn't you, when we met up? His and, was there, uh, what, because you went in his house? No, no. But tell you. This isn't your house, mate. I think you need glasses. <laughs> oh, you're right. No, it was almost worse than <laughs> what, that. you and my wife? <laughs> this could have got very tricky in about 10 minutes. <laughs> no, we sort of, because I don't know about a lot of people, but we've, we have got to know some of our neighbours over these last 10 weeks because we've been going out doing the clap and obviously we've been, you know, you've needed a hand. Oh, can I go and get you anything from the chemist or whatever? It's been quite, uh, it's been a lot of civic duty, hasn't it, going on yeah. around the country. And so, but this was about six months ago and I said to my wife, I said, he's friendly, isn't he, at number, t- <laughs> at number 24? And she said, oh, is he? Yeah, I said, honestly, every time I go past, he's always stood, he's often stood in the porch and he gives us a little wave and I wave back. And she went, oh, really? I went, yeah, yeah. I said, he's always there. Said, no matter what time I come back. And anyway, when she went out for a run later on that day, she come back and she said, it's a hat stand. <laughs> I've been waving at a hat stand for, for six Very months. well dressed. Very well dressed. No matter what the weather is, always got an umbrella in his hand, top hat on. Lovely fella. Lovely, lovely right. man. I better get to the space <laughs> Sunday mornings, 8 till 11. Jason Manford on Absolute Radio. Where 
Real music matters. Uh, it's hashtag bin chat. Hashtag bin chat. Hashtag bin chat. 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 It's time for bin chat, Steve. I know it's your favourite time of the week. Hashtag bin chat. It's my favourite time of the week. It's our favourite moment of the week. How have you been's been this week? How the wheelie been? Been 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 all right. Yeah. Yeah. Bins are all good, I think. I mean, it's bank holiday this week, isn't it? So, you know, there is confusion. Because today's our bin day, but we haven't put them out because it's bank holiday. But then every day feels like a bank holiday, so we didn't know there was a bank holiday. No, no. Is that, it was like a knock-on effect, as they with the old... Yes, uh, it pushes it forward. It pushes it forward a day, don't it? I didn't know that. Yeah. I didn't know that. When did I put mine out? Put mine out yesterday, I think. Still there, mate. (laughs) Probably are. Well, Aaron Colgate uh, on Facebook says, Great bin trepidation. Ooh, in our household this morning. Uh, it's usually Black Bin Day, but Bank Holiday throws things into chaos, yes. as you've just said. Yes, yes. Check website says it's still today, so I put the Black Bin out what? even though no one else had. Oh, so he thinks he's ahead of the curve. because Now everyone's the put their Black Bins out too, but no collection yet. I won't be able to show my face in the street again if I have to drag a full What's his name? Bin Aaron. Back. He's called Aaron. He's not Dave. Black Bin Aaron. <laughs> him and Blue Bin Day should have a little chat <laughs> where did you this get bit... ostracised how did you get ostracised from the entire community <laughs> oh man I don't want to talk about it maybe this is like you know Bin Chat Anonymous and they can all sit in a circle and go well people um, on basically um, I was a bit you know presumptuous with my <laughs> green recycling and uh, let's just say the rest of the community didn't forgive me likely still don't want to talk about it <laughs> Well, people have, have, have commented on Aaron's uh, posts oh, straight away. Jane Beckett's put, oh, my God, you've done a blue bin Dave. He has done a blue bin Dave. Yeah. You'll be the blue bin Dave of your street, says Jenny Waite. And rightly so. <laughs> and rightly so. Uh, Lee Holt says, my hubby's a bin man. They normally get bad mouths, but he says people have been great thanking them. Some have even left gifts and chocolates. Nice. That's nice, isn't it? People nice. leaving gifts out. Yeah. I, I can't imagine people bad mouthing a bin. Bin man. No, what would you say? What would you say to the guy taking That's your right, luggage? you pick up my bin. I was going to. Yeah, <laughs> put it in your big truck. I was going <laughs> to. All right. <laughs> now drive off. I'm driving off, mate. That's <laughs> ah, told him. It's weird, isn't it? Who's having a go? I actually did a, a bin um, round uh, once, many years ago. It was for like Comic Relief, I think, where we had to do like yeah. a normal job. Yeah. And uh, and I did the the sort of a, the overnight Saturday overnight um, in the city centre of Manchester. You know all the smelly. Oh, but that's a bad one. Back streets and oh, I've never seen so many rats in my life. It was horrible. Oh, but still people out as well. Yeah, still people out, and you're just oh. going out throwing. Oh, it was a laugh. Like they were good lads. There was it, you can tell there's a camaraderie, but you ca- you get home and you stick like stink. Mm. Properly stunk, yeah. I mean, God bless Cause you. Because you were the new boy, which is that thing when you got the wheelie bin to the back of the truck and they went, just drove forward a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Nate. <laughs> <laughs> Who's the most famous uh, bin man, do you think? Famous bin man? Yeah. Well, I think Bob Mortimer used to be a bin man, didn't he? he I think he did, actually, yeah. yeah. Let's have a look. I'm going to Google famous bin man. Famous bin man. Famous bin man. Oh, we go. Uh, oh, that's interesting. Go on. The French. I did, this is a. Oh. This is like a little bit of. This is trivia. This right, French official 
mm. who ordered that all Paris landlords supply their tenants with 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 bin with bins basically in 1884. It's called Eugene Poubelle, which is which is French for bin, isn't it? Poubelle. Is it? Yeah. That's weird. It's named Can't after him. It. Okay, here we go. Famous waste collectors. Oh, go on. And Andy Abram from the X Factor. Right, <laughs> cracking. Yeah. We're struggling here. I know. Mike Bat, Mike Bat, the Womble right. Singer. Yeah, yeah. Didn't yeah. he discover Katie Melly? There are six thousand blue bins in Dave's house. <laughs> that's the um, that's, that's the one. I Jim Bowen, Jim Bowen, Jim Bowen was a bin man. Was a bin that's man. That's great. Smashing super. super I put smashing. it in the back of the van. Yeah. It's gone. It's gone. <laughs> it's gone. Here. Here. All gone. It's absolutely gone. Let's have a gone. look what you would have won in the bin. There's nothing <laughs> in the bin. Here, here's your BFH. <laughs> <laughs> You've been Pharaoh. You've been Pharaoh. Neville Southall. Was it? I bet he... Yeah, I, mean, he yeah, I may dro- catch his bin. Well, <laughs> Mr. Never drop it. Never, never drop dropped it. a single thing. Martin wow. Phillips, Welsh darts player. Right. There you go. That's the that's that the it? famous bin man. Yeah, there you go. Bins. And there's the Dusty Bin, of course. There's a famous bin. Dusty Bin. We should do well. a Dusty Bin. Shall I do a, we should do a clue on Dusty Bin, see if you can guess it. That was a mad show, wasn't it? Three, was it 3 2 you know, one? Yeah, but it was, the, the, this is really appealing to the kids, isn't it? Yeah. This is. Um, no, but there was a there was a sort of like a cryptic clue at the That's end. That's right. To guess right, find prize. someone. Let's I'll do, find we'll, one. I'll do we'll, one. We'll finish our bin chat and we'll do Dusty Bin in a minute. Okay. Three, two, one. Absolute radio. Where real music matters. So remind me of this show. This was uh this is it sort was, of even a bit before my time, I think. It, yeah, was, it's it was like Saturday what night takeaway. It was called 321. That's right. I think it was Yorkshire TV. It was Yorkshire TV because the bin so basically the it was like a variety show. So an act would come on and do like a bit of dancing or a bit of comedy, and then right. they'd bring over uh like an object. And give it's us a Ted Rogers, wasn't it? Ted, Ted Rogers. Rogers, yeah. And he used yeah. to do this thing with his hand. He's go three, two, one. Which, as a kid, you're like, oh, how does he do it? And now, when you watch it, it's really easy. <laughs> but at the time, we were like, it's magical how he moves his hands. Like, it's dead easy. But so they'd leave a clue, and then also there'd be a little phrase, like a little, and then that would determine. You, you had to sort of eliminate the prizes right. the, via the clues and go, I'm going to go okay. with this one. And you didn't right. want to get the bin. Because that's the dusty bin was was just a bin basically. Okay. You didn't even get the the, the robotic one. But it was the questions, wasn't it? They were mad. The questions. Yeah. So I'll give you one. I've got your question. So let's just say the clue that's been dropped down is the fly. So let's probably a giant fly. Let's say. So here's the cryptic clue. What's the prize? If the king and the castle be one night, (laughs) this is a hit with you on site. (laughs) I mean, what prize is that? So, if okay. the king and the castle be one night, yeah. start like, you know, night, not K, not with a K. Right. This is a hit with you on site. The king and the castle be one night. This is a hit with you on site. What have you got there? Right. Have you got okay. anything at all? Anything at all coming forward? Hold on, let me have a think. So the king, uh, so, right, so the king and the castle be one night. This is a hit with you on site. So, yeah. Uh, and there was a big fly. Yeah. Uh, okay. So, um, king. Um, um, I mean, you never. Is it a knight like a knight of the realm? So, is it is it a knight with a K? No, it's not. It's just normal knight. Okay. Um, uh, K. Well, hold on. If we put the K in front of knight, we get knight, king, okay. castle, and knights are pieces on a chessboard. Yeah. There was a popular show in the theatre called Chess, and one of the songs featured One Night in Bangkok. Is it an amazing trip to Bangkok? 
that's mental. <laughs> that's what it is. I know, I just Googled it. Oh. <laughs> you were never going to get there, were you? No, was I? Heck? It's ridiculous. No one was ever going to get there. <laughs> it's ridiculous. Hang on. If you put the K from night, we get night. King Castle and Knight, a piece on a chessboard. All right. There was a popular show at the theatre called Chess. Yes. And one of the songs is One Night in Bangkok. I mean, it how are you ever going to get there? Well, it's, it's a way of doing a show with fab prizes that you never have to buy. Well, you could have gone anywhere. You could have gone. If the king and the castle be one night, well, one night, what's one night of the week? It's bin days one night of the week. It's a hit with you on site. No one wants to get it by a bin lorry. It's dusty bin. You know, you could, have, you could yeah, change you that to anything. anything. It doesn't make any sense. Absolutely no sense at all. What a rubbish show that was. It went on for about 15 years. I'm, still just, on I'm calling it. It's, ru- like it's not come back, now. though, is it? It's not no, come back. No, it's not being made, is it? If you watch Alan Charles, no, you say, oh, you're right, I'm, I'm 32, you go, he's dead now. Because they're that old. <laughs> yeah, of course. And they're just sort of people in their prime. He's gone now. Gone. Oh, not for me. There you Three, go. Two, Dusty one. Bin here. <laughs> Absolute radio. In the bin with Dusty Bin. <laughs> this is Jason Manford. This is Music matters. Good morning, Jason Manford and Steve Edge here on Absolute Radio. Bit of a sad week this week, really, Steve, with uh, Dortmund probably losing the title now. I don't think they're going to win the Bundesliga. Yeah, yeah, yeah. we're both uh, well, obviously massive Dortmund fans, me and you. Massive and, Dortmund uh, fans, yeah. Yeah, yeah. it was, uh, it was uh, you know, it was just a chipped goal. It was. It felt a bit unfortunate, like the goal he hadn't, you know... He could have got that, I think. It's just it was close as well. Close game, 50, close. 50 possession. You know, yeah, eleven shots it, to twelve. I think it was... a draw would have been fair for the uh, yeah. the, BV, the BVBs. Yeah, as we yeah. as we call them because we're so myself and Steve. Since we've um, not been able to follow uh, any English football for the last however many weeks, uh, the German league has started, and so we're going for it. The weird thing is, uh, is that there's still no fans there. But what have they done this week, Steve, to make that know, better? It was really odd, wasn't it? The one I watched the other day when they were playing by Munich was uh, they'd, they'd added like like noises on, so I'd forgotten because it was like watching a normal football match because you don't look yeah. at the crowd, do you? You just no, do you, you just watch the football and listen to the crowd. So there's obviously some guy who was in charge of I don't know if it was playing in the stadium. It's probably just on the TV. It'd be great in the stadium because it's good for I the players as well. I think probably was playing in the stadium. But it was like it was. It wasn't just whatever, the, no. whatever our chant is. It was that, <laughs> but also like when the other team got the ball, there was a bit ooh derisory. There was a bit. So he obviously got a load of buttons for everything, like you know, bad shot that goes over the crossbar. Yeah, well, let me. Well, what are we t- I'll, I'll, I'll give you some. Uh, I'll give you some oh, okay. s- situations, and you t- you do the noise that they okay. That you were, okay. What happened in the stadium? Okay. Yeah. So this is what happened. So uh, Dortmund nearly score, and uh, but it just goes over the bar. But it, from a, from a, from the certain angles, it looked like it's gone in. Ooh, and then ah, from the other team. <laughs> yeah. Two I buttons. He'd, he'd have had a button for that. No, yeah. he'd have had one button. He's patched it into one button. They're like, you never. Oh, did really? Like, oh, clever. Me. I will make this. <laughs> All right. Uh, the keeper, who during lockdown has put on a few pounds, mm. uh, asked to I think this run is what up. Happened. <laughs> yeah. Mm. Asked to do a really long run to uh, to kick the ball. So I go. Yeah, what's that's... what's that one? It's <laughs> <laughs> pretty good. Swearing pretty good. in German. Yeah. You. I, 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 yeah. Something like that. Um, and uh, all right. What about this one? Uh, the ball. Harlan's got the ball. It's on his chest. Onto his. Uh, onto his knee. He volleys it, but it goes past the past the goal, and it hits a fellow in the 
full on in the face who had uh, Bratwurst. Yeah. And uh, the team and it he, rum. He had a team it rum. Yeah. And he's got um, sauerkraut in his eye now. Right, this is really meta because there's no crowd there, so he'd have no, to have a course. noise for somebody who wasn't the crowd there. So that's like, yeah. ah! I'll tell you what else you'd need a button for. <laughs> yeah. uh, streaker or like a dog on the pitch. Yeah. <laughs> hey, hey, hey. He's got a button. Like, mate, you don't need the streaker button. Trust me, I would need this. And he's got all these buttons set up. What's this one for? Don't touch that button. What's that one for? <laughs> this is my button. Don't touch my buttons. He's got it all set out there. So maybe yeah, that's a great. It felt football. like watching a real game. Yeah, yeah. And good. I watched it in my uh, Dortmund shirt. We, you got me a Dortmund shirt. We so both I, got I, Dortmund I, shirt. I, I bought Steve a Dortmund shirt this week. <laughs> sent it to his house and uh, yeah. and some Dortmund uh, glasses, beer glasses. Yeah, as well. see, I had to go to the shop and try and find some German beer to have in there. Ah, felt, nice. I wanted Very to do it properly. Couldn't find like one. It. The only beer I could find was brewed in Munich, and I was like, I can't drink this. No, not, not this while we're game. playing Munich. Munich. Livid. So, yeah. Anyway, we got that's beat. Why we lost. We got beat one nil. Uh, not was, over yet. It's, no, I mean we're seven it's, points behind. Seven yeah. points behind, and so what's the, there's like what nine, ten games eight, left? Nine games, yeah, something like that. Yeah. So you know, I think we're all right. We, we, I mean, we could get we could get caught by uh, RB Leipzig. They're only yeah, two points that's behind the worry, us. Isn't it? You get five subs, don't you? You, know, you get five subs. Oh, do they? Yeah, I don't know okay. why. Because obviously they're less fit, and or I don't know. Oh, I guess so. Yeah, maybe. So there you go. We got uh, we got Hertha on Saturday half five. So uh, we'll give you the the full update. I know you. I know you're itching for it uh, yeah. next week on the show. Jason Manford, Absolute Radio, where real music matters. Invention news, Steve. Invention news. Okay. Invention news. Uh, a Japanese inventor has managed to create a machine that allows you to taste any flavour without technically eating it. Okay. Yeah. What, so so it's, like a, it's like a. I don't know. It's like a weird sort of uh, thing that you lick. Like okay. an elect- it looks like an electrode. Um, and then it could just stimulate certain taste buds to go yeah, banana so, or whatever. Essentially, yeah. So we've all been there with a food craving, you know, uh, yeah. desperately wanting something in our mouths. Uh, <laughs> whether uh, you've limited by money, proximity, diet or allergies, uh, it takes a lot of willpower not to give in to the cravings. Uh, but Homi Miyashita might have created the device that will change the way we deal with this scenario. Wow. He's created... The not the Norimaka synthesizer, which uh, allows you to lick a metal prod and taste any flavor. Any the flavor. Norimaki synthesizer consists of color coded gels that are made from agar or agar, a jelly like substance. These gels are placed in long tubes and are housed in a copper chamber. To simulate the flavors, the gels have um, glycine to create the taste of sweet, citric acid for sour, sodium chloride for salty, magnesium chloride for bitter, and glutamic sodium for savoury umami. So it's like a 3D printer for your gob. Essentially, yeah. When you press the gels against your tongue, all the gels activate and interact with each other to create Mm -hmm. the taste that you're looking for. Tests so far have been able to recreate things like gummy candy and sushi. Imagine getting to taste something so beautiful, but not actually having to pay for it and eat it. It Sounds horrendous. Uh, At the moment, the device is pretty bulky. (laughs) Pretty bulky. Yeah. Okay. How big is it? (laughs) It's massive. Takes out an entire room, mate. That's just the glycine. 
<laughs> it's certainly not ready for the mass market. However, if it proves to be successful and there's an appetite for it uh, in the public, there will no doubt be some advan- advancement made until it could potentially fit inside your pocket. It's like some sort of weird Willy Wonka madness. Yeah. I don't know if I'm into it. I don't like the sound of like an all-you-can-lick buffet. <laughs> <laughs> they all like different foods. I know, and it's obviously it's like a metal plate. Oh, can I have a go? Oh, I've just got to sterilise it again now. I oh, know. Yeah, no, and where would you go? Didn't... They'll be like vape shops, and then like, maybe the vape shops will start restocking the refills yeah. for, your, uh, yes. <laughs> for your machine. Yeah. Well, yeah, because uh, it's like like a printer. When you run out of the, co- the, the colour one, it just, everything starts going grayscale. Yeah. So if you've only got like two of your different taste things left, you're like... Everything What's tastes that? like chips. <laughs> oh, no, 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 that's not a chip, that's a raspberry. It tastes like a fried raspberry. <laughs> I'm running out of the raspberry essence. <laughs> so that's the future. Uh, that's That could be in your homes very soon. The old... Uh, right, just, just try and cure the virus. Just stop trying to... Not a Mackie uh, synthesizer. Uh, I've got, it's a synthesizer, yeah. I put a, a mouse, I've got an ear on his back. Right, just... Sort the virus out. <laughs> Lads, come together. <laughs> Jason Manford on Absolute Radio. Where real music matters. Steve, you know I've become a YouTuber. Uh, yes, I have heard that you you've know, become I'm, a I'm YouTuber. A, I'm a YouTuber now. And, oh, yeah, yeah. Uh, have you got like a hat and stuff? Like, do you dress differently now? No, no, I'm still the same. I'm just, look, I'm still just, I'm the same guy. Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? I'm still just like you, but I'm okay. a YouTuber now. <laughs> <laughs> are you, are you classed as a vlogger? Um, or is it a YouTuber or the different thing? How dare you? <laughs> How dare you use those, that sort of language on this family show? Um, no, but I'll tell you what did happen, right? So obviously, I just do it for free. Like, yeah. nobody, you don't get paid to do YouTube stuff. But obviously, you can... Adverts and stuff go on your... Um, on your page, don't they? When some yeah, people yeah. click on them and stuff like that, as you, as you all know. So... You, you you keep hearing these stories, don't you, that people who've made like £10 million, £20 million, mm. Ryan's World and Pete oh, Pugh, Ryan's World, Pugh yeah. Guy or whatever he's called, making all this money. I thought, well, maybe this is the future because, you know, there's no telly, there's no live stuff. So I've got to do something to pay the, to pay the mortgage. So I'll become a YouTuber. I'll become a YouTuber. So I went on the, the other day and um, essentially you finish a video and you've made about 15p. Like it's okay. pennies, it's pennies. It all you know. counts, doesn't it? Hey, all adds up, all adds up. Um, but what what I noticed the other day was there's a thing on there where people can like tip. Like if I was, I'm, I'm so I'm playing this game, Broken Sword from the nineties. Yeah, it's a brilliant game from a point and click what game. Was back that in the on? Day. I don't. Was it on like the Mega Drive or something? I think it was oh. just on like the, the the Amiga or oh, on like a bit. I don't remember. Yeah, maybe it's yeah, after my time because I had an Amiga, but I don't remember it. Oh, it's great. It's a great yeah. game. Point and click adventure game. A bit yeah. sort of like a Monkey Island sell... type thing. Yeah, like Monkey Island, but like Dan Brown obviously nicked the idea, like, it, you know, allegedly, uh, <laughs> before he sues me uh, for his Da Vinci Code, because it's all that sort of Knights Templar and all that. But it's that a right laugh. It. And anyway, about 4,000 people come on <laughs> and watch, watch me play this game. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Do they all play it as well, or do you they just no, watch no. you playing it? We just watch me play it, but they sort of, it's, it's puzzles Reminisce. and stuff. Yeah, yeah. they reminisce, and also it's puzzle games. So, oh, so they can help you out and go, you need the, the slate from the thing and the, yeah, put mix that, that on his head. That, that. Yeah, exactly, it's exactly that. And um, it's like a little community, it's very lovely. Um, but it's not as frenetic as like somebody watching Fortnite or FIFA, you know what I mean? Like, it's not no. crazy. Um, anyway, the other day, um, a few people just, you can do a thing where you can tip, like send a tip to the person on YouTube. 
Yeah. And uh, yeah, and a few of them sent me like a couple of quid each. <laughs> and uh, I ended up ordering a kebab. Bought a kebab. Oh, they basically bought me a kebab. £19 I made. Oh, that's all right. It's a good kebab for 19 quid. Yeah, I mean, I didn't spend it all on the kebab, but uh, yeah. yeah, 19 quid I made in that's tips. That's all right, isn't it? I'd say what I was. I was over the. I was absolutely over the moon. So when you spent like what four hours in a room and you went back to your wife, you went. She went. You wasting your time. You went wasting oh, wow. my time. Am I? <laughs> I think you'll find someone's just done nineteen quid. That's right. It's about six pounds an hour. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I've spent about two I've grand spent on, on the equipment. <laughs> yeah, and I've already spent the money on a kebab. Yeah. So I mean, that's not when I look anyway. round this room on my in my YouTube room and I look at my lights and my camera, yeah. not and... even pay for a single switch. <laughs> I mean, not a, not a thing. <laughs> but it's a laugh, and we do we do the kids quiz on a Wednesday and the grown up quiz on a Friday night, and it's a lot of fun. So well, it's good uh, so, to have something to do as well, isn't it? Yeah, it is definitely worth having something to do. I must say. So have a little look on the YouTube channel. There's loads of stuff on there. Jason Manford YouTube channel. Subscribe and uh, buy us a kebab. <laughs> Where real music matters. So, Steve, I, I, I'm hoping nobody's eating their breakfast right now because we're, we're going to go a little bit... Well, you'll, you'll know where I'm going once I've said okay. it, OK? Right. Uh, this is in China. Uh, a man, 68 years old, has had a 10-inch chopstick stuck in his belly after inserting it via his backside out of curiosity. In his belly? Yeah, so it's gone right up into his what, tummy. And around all the tubes. <laughs> well, I, I don't really know how it works down there. But it's not good. Uh, a 68-year-old Chinese man. And if, you know, you might be listening now thinking, oh, is this really a story you want to listen to? Yeah. Let me tell you right now. Oh, I thought you were talking to me. No, no. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> Let me tell you now. It's actually quite difficult to make a show that does not uh, contain anything about... Uh, Durham, Cummins, Johnson, Trump. You know what I mean? Like, so yeah. I'm trying to keep us away from all that. And yeah, this yeah. is this what is happens. This is as far away from it as you can get. <laughs> okay. So an elderly resident who one remains... Chopstick. <laughs> one chopstick. One chopstick. I don't know where you the other one's Put the other one up. <laughs> <laughs> no, I think he learned his lesson. Um, they've seen the fork. Yeah, uh, the elderly... Exactly, yeah. <laughs> The elderly resident who remains anonymous claims that he was interested in checking his backside after developing piles. I know this story is awful. I'm so sorry. Doctors made the shocking discovery during an X-ray after the man... Interested in checking... I don't know what... Can you explain exactly what happened here, sir? Well, I was was interested in... (laughs) Curiosity. I mean, read a book. Have you you got a mirror? If you're curious. No, no, no. I, have, I have got a mirror. Of course I've got a mirror. But uh, I just wanted to sort of check. Uh, what's that? This is a terrible excuse, isn't it? Awful, awful. Uh, the patient has been discharged from the hospital after medics removed the metal stick from the pensioner's intestines. Oh! Media reports did not specify the chopstick's length, but the Chinese cutlery is typically 25 centimetres long. A duty doctor gave him an X-ray scanner. We spotted the object in his abdominal cavity. During the surgery, we removed a metal chopstick from his colon. The elderly... <laughs> Resident, yeah, confessed to the medics that he was using it to have a little check out of curiosity. Mm. As of this patient, he inserted the metal chopstick to a deep position. It is indeed very rare, says the, says the doctor. Did uh, they get it out quickly? Right. 
Yeah, they did. They got it out pretty quickly. But he chop, is chop, banned yeah. from Wagamamas. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you say chop chop. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, the video's up online if anybody wants to uh, see a uh, pair video, it's called. What? Um, and you can have a little video look. Video what? The video of it being... Um, of it, the actual video, I watched it before, there's a video of the X-ray and you can see it moving as he breathes. Can you see his guilty face? <laughs> you can't see his guilty face. It's just something out of Alien. It's horrible. Oh. It's horrible. And then, of course, you know, you find yourself in like a weird um, yeah, rabbit like a warren rabbit of stuff. Yeah, yeah. just go... I ended up Googling weird things that people have got stuck up the bump. <laughs> what is the weirdest thing? <laughs> Thank God we're not live, because I'll be asking this thing? live. Um, let me rattle through. A, Barbie's, okay. a Barbie doll's arm. Arm? Just the arm. Okay. That's weird. <laughs> That's really weird. Um, a potato. Uh <laughs> But that wasn't somebody that. peeling spuds on the settee and then just gone right and just sat down. And gone, Where's that spud gone? Where's <laughs> <laughs> the spud? Have you moved a spud? There's a spud here a minute ago. I was peeling. I'm gonna have that for my tea. For... Oh, I feel full actually. I don't know. <laughs> these are all these these ones I've got are all accompanied with the uh, proof. Oh, okay, <laughs> but with the actual they... the actual X-ray, a flashlight. A flashlight. What was he? He, said, he claimed he accidentally fell on it. <laughs> yeah. Maybe he's just having a little look for his chopstick. Yeah, maybe. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, Lego. Yeah, I mean, I, could, I, mean I could see that done I easy, mean, to be honest. It's hard to put your kneel on it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, a light bulb. I mean, that doesn't make sense. That's not a bright idea, is it? <laughs> no, not at all. Ding. So I can only apologise. Uh, that's where this show has taken us this morning, but. Uh, I gotta say, it's tough making a show that is COVID free, sub- subject free. <laughs> Sunday mornings, eight till eleven. Jason Manford on Absolute Radio, where real music matters. Good morning, it's the Jason Manford Show on Absolute Radio with Steve Edge. And thanks to our friends at Anchor Butter, we're giving you the chance to win a family bundle of goodies to get you through the summer. It includes a PlayStation 4, as well as a selection of board games and a wireless projector. We want to spread some joy in this time of crisis. Family is important to me, and I know it's important to the folks over at Anchor Butter too. You lot have been going on to the Absolute Radio website to tell us your funny stories of when the kids in your family have been less than perfect. Uh, so here are some of our favourites this week. Here we are. This is from Alistair. Uh, we've, got, we've got two bundles to give away this week, so we're going to pick two of these. Okay. Two. okay. Uh, yeah, I'll, give you the, I'll do the first three, and we'll pick one out of those, and then we'll do the second three. So here we go. This is Alistair. Uh, when my son was three, he watched me changing his little sister's nappy. Why are you putting cream on a bum? To stop her getting sore, I replied. Fast forward a few days and I'm changing nappies again when I notice it's gone quiet. My son had disappeared and so had our dog, who incidentally had a wound healing at the base of his tail. Picking up my daughter, I went to see if he was in the bedroom. As I passed the bathroom, I heard a bump. I opened the door and a pure white Doberman shot past me, covered in pseudocreme, as was my son in the bathroom and now the hallway too. The boy looked at me and said, Ben's bum has been poorly. I cleaned my son up and tried to get the dog. If you've ever tried to catch a greased Doberman, that was no wish to get in the bath. You'll understand what I went through. Yeah, not easy. Not easy. Not good. 
So that's Alistair's story. Uh, Leah Marie says, One Christmas we visited my sister-in-law and stayed overnight. Our three girls were perfectly behaved. However, we discovered that all of the Christmas tree chocolates up to child height level had disappeared sometime in the afternoon. After much deliberation, our four-year-old son came walking into the living room, pocket stuffed so full of empty tinfoil wrappers that he creaked as he moved. Obviously, he denied all knowledge of how the fall came to be in his trousers, but it still makes us laugh every Christmas, even now he's 11. <laughs> so we've got, we've got a little thief there as well. And the last one in this section, Catherine says, At school pickup, my child's teacher called me over to tell me that my daughter had told her I feed her cat food for breakfast and she just had to check that I wasn't actually feeding her cat food my face went so red as I explained that we call Frosty's cat food as it has a big cat on the front I haven't looked her in the eye since no that's bad (laughs) so let's pick a winner out of those three Steve what do you reckon we've got the greased up Doberman uh, we've got the Christmas thief and we've got uh, Tony the Tiger uh, I think the cat food one food. I want for the for the first one. You are that one, do you? I yeah, do, I sort of like that one. We do a similar thing with my son. He has like a tiny, tiny bit of Vimto and he calls it wine. And he always goes, <laughs> can I have the wine? And then the other day, he, he, caught, <laughs> yeah, I can see. he caught my mother and not caught, but my mother-in-law was <laughs> drinking a gin and tonic. And he wanted Got one. you! <laughs> he wanted one. So we gave him some, some water with a lemon in it. That's all we yeah. gave him, an ice. And he called that a gin. And now he wanders around the house going, oh, it's hot. I want a gin. And so I can understand how these things can get out of control. So that, yeah. the cat food thing, I, I, I can understand that. OK, well, that's a family bundle heading over to Catherine. Uh, and that's thanks to our pals at Anchor Butter, at the heart of Britain's brilliant food, providing buttery betterness since 1886. We've got another one to give away with three more stories after this. Absolute Radio. Where real music matters. Good morning, it's the Jason Manford Show on Absolute Radio. Steve Edge is here. For the last few weeks, we've been giving you the chance to win a family bundle full of goodies thanks to Anchor Butter. Uh, and we've got a second bundle to give away this morning. Uh, we've been looking for stories about when your kids are less than perfect. So we've got three stories from Mike, Jacqueline and Bavesh. Uh, from Mike, we have got this. I have the original Planet of the Apes series and films on DVD. I can show off. Uh, I had them on a while back when the family were all round. Cornelius appears on screen under heavy ape prosthetics and our four-year-old, Eddie, immediately starts shouting, Nana! He looks like Nana! Over and over. <laughs> Nana, my mother-in-law, who dyes her hair jet black, was sitting five feet away. The horror. The horror. <laughs> Yeah, That's okay. going to take some beating, that, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> OK, let's hear Jacqueline's story of when a child was less than perfect. I have three granddaughters who were all born in the same year. We were at one of my daughters having a family party when someone realised the girls were missing. They were all three at the time from the garden. We knew they couldn't have left the premises as the gate was closed. I heard a very loud, oh, no, from the living room. I went to see what was wrong. They were very excitedly showing off the paintings they had done on the walls, the fire surround, the fish tank, the radiator and the three-piece suite. They were so thrilled with their achievement, no one had the heart to be cross with them. Well, we've all been there. I have Um, been there. I did that when I was about four. I did did exactly that. I I got up in the morning, I tipped it. There was a tin of paint in the front row. I tipped it upside down. It's my first memory. 
yeah. I painted the telly, which was from Radio Rental. It wasn't even our <laughs> telly. It's one of them ones you had to put 50p in when it yeah. sort of went on. Painted the telly screen and then painted the leather settee. And that's not my memory. My first memory is sitting in the sink with my mum coming in and getting more water and leaving the kitchen and sort of pointing at me. That's my first memory. I was big enough to sit in a sink, so that's wow. how small I was. Crikey. Six or three. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I was 23 at the time. Wowza. Right, so Bavesh. I can relate to that one. So you can relate to that one, so that's up for, that, that could be up there as well. Bavesh says... Um, my son loves telling everyone how helpful he is around the house. One day, he decided he would help with the vacuuming. So what does he do? Spills Cheerios all over the kitchen floor, shouts me down saying, look at me, I'm helping clean up, and turns on the vacuum cleaner. Thanks, son. So he sort of creates the mess to, to, to clean it up afterwards. Get someone so, else to clean it up. <laughs> yeah. So we've got three stories there. We've got the Planet of the Apes grandma. Uh, we've got the three children uh, painting every surface they could find. And Bavesh's child who uh, creates a mess to only clean it up afterwards. So what do you reckon, Steve? What's your favourite? I mean, it, it, we said it at the time, it's going to be hard to beat hard Nana to beat, of the yeah. Apes, isn't it? Nana! He looks like Nana! <laughs> Goddamn dirty ape. Uh, okay, well, that is the prize going to you, Mike. Uh, thanks to our pals at uh, Anchor Butter, at the heart of Britain's brilliant foods, providing buttery betterness since 1886. This is Jason Manford. This is Absolute Radio. Music matters. Good morning, Jason Manford and Steve Edge here on Absolute Radio. What have you been watching on the old telly, Steve? Uh, I haven't really mo- watched a lot of telly this you know, week. What have I watched now? What have you been doing? <laughs> well, I did do? me little walk in the morning, don't I? You know, I, t- I go oh, on yeah, YouTube yeah, yeah. and I'm big telly. I type in, I've been walking around uh, Albia quite a lot, which is uh, where I used to stay when I did Benidorm, a little village, mm. a little town, just just like 10 minutes out of Benidorm, but right. a million miles away. I've been walking <laughs> up and down there. Oh, it's lovely. Nice. Because I know that you know the feeling of it under your feet. And, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, it's lovely. Oh, there's a shop down there. Oh, I might go to oh, Dorigen, have a little coffee and a... Nice, nice. <laughs> yeah, Sounds so good. my little walks keeps me sane. It sounds mad, but uh, it's nice because you can, you know, if you want to go on a mini break, just just type it yeah. on YouTube. Leipzig. I went there the other day just to, you know, I think we're playing them. Uh, Dortmund are playing them soon. So I just want to see what the town was like, what the fans are like, you know, before I start calling them all names under the sun. Fair enough. Uh, I've been watching Dead to Me on uh, Netflix. That's good. Oh, yeah, okay. That's well good, yeah. Um, really good. I can't sort of tell you too much about it without spoiling it. No, don't it, then, don't then. I'll have a, so, look. I'll have a look. Yeah, it's, they're only half-hour episodes, and uh, so you can whiz through them. It's funny, it's dark, you know, it's dark humour, but it's... Uh, it's good, really good. Really enjoyed that, and we watched them. We watched the whole series in like three nights. Oh, that's so that's good. a good recommendation. Yeah. Um, uh, Little fires everywhere yeah. is the new one with Reese Witherspoon. Essentially, staying saying big little lies. Essentially, playing the same character as she did okay, in that. Really, similar, I, mean, yeah. I think she's sort of one of those. She's is that bit, on Netflix. That's on Amazon Prime, and it's good though. It's good. I've been calling it Pretty Little. Pretty little fires, but Pretty little it, fires. but it's uh, it's really it's really good. Uh, so they're my uh, they're my recommendations for the week. But if you've got anything you want to recommend for us to watch, feel free because we're always looking do. for something. Yeah, uh, we're on uh, Twitter and Facebook and and all that. So get in touch and let us know what's the uh, what's the thing that you think everyone's got to watch this. Jason Manford. 
Absolute Radio, where real music matters. Thanks for joining us on the show today. I uh, hope you've got a lovely Sunday planned, uh, whatever that may be. Who knows what the rules are going to be this time next week, but it looks like they're going to relax a few things. I read that the cinemas are going to open at the end of July, so that's pretty yeah. good news. The shops are going to be open soon. We can go and buy up things with uh, all the money that we don't have anymore. Um, it's, uh, you know... The world's a very different place. Uh, what are you planning on uh, doing this week? You got any work on, Steve? I, I'm doing uh, a second episode of this thing called um, Housebound on YouTube. Mm. It's written by uh, Justin and Mark, who wrote like the worst week of my life and oh, uh, yeah. looked at landlord, uh, not looked at landlord, a royal bodyguard and stuff yeah. like that. They're great yeah. writers. Uh, so it's just all people in isolation. Loads of brilliant actors in. Sheila Hancock was in the last one, episode eight. There's like a, a an old woman who just wanted to be left alone. There's people offering yeah. me rhubarb every time I open the window. Uh, and I'm a sort of an angry Zoom quizzer. So I did episode eight. I did that last week, and I'm doing another bit now for nine or ten. So, yeah. Brilliant. Well, that sounds it's good. It's a job. No one's getting paid. No. But it keeps well, me busy. Know, exactly. It's something. Uh, well, I, what have I got on? I'm doing Ramesh Ranga Nation. Uh, oh, I love that show. Yeah, it's good, isn't it? Filming that tonight. Really so, works. Yeah, it does work, actually. I don't know when it goes out, but. Um, Saturdays. Is it Saturday? Okay. So that's Saturday night. Yeah, so yeah. I'm filming that tonight. Uh, we've had to, my wife's a bit kicking off a bit because they uh, were filming it in the living room and they came and put all the equipment in the living room yesterday <laughs> and it's in there and it's all today and then they're picking it up tomorrow. <laughs> so uh, the living room is out of bounds. Nobody can go in there. Well, so, it's not your fault, is it? It's not my fault. And also it's the, literally the only money we've earned in the last 10 weeks. So, yeah. <laughs> so we're, doing, we're doing this. So we're doing it, all right, for two days. Uh, so that's that. Um, and what else have I got? That's it, really. I've got, I do a little thing with Colin Murray on Radio 5 on Tuesday nights. Have a little uh, listen to that if you're around late on, sort of 10 till 12. And uh, there's my stuff on YouTube. So if you want to, we do a kids quiz every Wednesday at 1.30. That's live, but it's also recorded and goes out uh, afterwards. So you can do that with your kids at some point. So it's a bit of an hour that your kids can be doing something that you don't have to worry about. And I do the grown-up one on Friday night at 8 o'clock as well, so that's for all the family. Uh, so stick around. And there's also talk of a comedy night coming up very soon as well, uh, a live-streaming comedy night, uh, maybe around the sort of 18th of June. So uh, with some f- comics that you know and some comics that you don't, hosted by yours truly. So uh, I'll give you news for that the closer we get. All right, have a lovely Sunday. Have a top week. See you soon. Radio. Where real music matters.